0: This is marking out. Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Marking out. Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. like Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. We marking out. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We Welcome ladies and gentlemen to a brand new episode of Marking Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. This is episode number 245, high energy, high energy, I am your host, Brandon, you can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. I'm also joined here by Dave, you could follow him on Twitter, though he doesn't tweet. At Dave the Rave underscore M O, how are you doing on this bright, sunny, blue sky morning?
1: Woo! I'm doing great. I am doing very, very great. I definitely dig your yeah. own heart, Coco. Beware, uh, uh,
0: Tony the Tiger over here, name, huh? Name drop? It wasn't a. It wasn't like that. Wasn't the
1: name drop? It's just ah, I, I have high that. energy right now. No, no, you're name dropping. It's okay. I mean, I doing it's, it all the time.
0: It's whatever. I mean, great tag team.
1: Whoa! Half, half, half of them.
0: Mm. Half of them. One of them's in the Hall of Fame. So come on. <laughs> yeah, the wrong one. But how are you doing? <laughs> the wrong one's inducted. No, I'm doing awesome as always. It was a great week. How was your week? Anything special?
1: Nope, nothing special on my front. How Absolutely about Absolutely nothing.
0: Nothing at all.
1: Nope.
0: Wow. Yeah. So SNL happened.
1: Oh yeah. You enjoy it?
0: Did I enjoy it, dude? That was such a mind-blowing experience. It was like, it, first of all, going to New York City. I felt naked without my book bag because they say like nobody could give me a straight answer when I called. Like they say, don't like try don't to bring book bags, which I get there and I definitely could have brought a book bag.
1: You're better off without it. That's like your comfort blanket.
0: Well, because I keep all my stuff in it. My pockets looked like I was maschigga with all my uh. stuff in it. But yeah, I, I, um,
1: that's like your, your that's your blanket.
0: But I, well, it's not really though, because I keep everything in it. Like I don't want to keep, ton- like I have my house keys, my phone, my wallet.
1: You know what normal people do? Buy a fanny pack. Yeah, I know. exactly. Yes, <laughs> I was actually I was actually gonna go with that one. Yeah, because you're a mark. I was gonna go with the fanny pack. I want to buy one soon. Soon? I, yeah, I want to buy one, dude. Those come in handy when you go to amusement parks. <laughs>
0: How often do you go to amusement parks?
1: Maybe once every year. Uh, but when you go, you definitely could use a fanny pack. You put your keys in it, your wallet, your money, everything. I mean, yeah. it's clutch. So uh, I, I'm walking to
0: Bill's Bar and Burger. You're familiar with that place because we ate there before we went and saw Late Night with Jimmy Fallon.
1: Yes, I am familiar with that place.
0: I'm just walking on the street stop because i see bright studio lights shining on somebody recording inside of a studio keith hernandez so i'm I'm, i stop i'm like oh snap it's keith hernandez i met him over the summer and everyone's like really really i was like yeah he did a bank signing
1: Did, did he recognize
0: you i swear to god I, I take out my camera and it looks like he glances over at me and gives me the dirtiest look. He ever. remembered, <laughs> he and then remembered. I saw him. And then I saw him. He spit at the window. You know what? <laughs> no, I just, I'm just kidding. That, that's guess, like Keith Hernandez. He would do that. It really did, though. It did look like he was giving me dirty looks.
1: So I, I mean, <laughs> well, we have what? that one picture of him giving the dirty look to, uh, to you or me. One of us taking a picture.
0: Probably me. I don't know, but I, I don't know. I'm still. I'm still a fan of Keith Hernandez. <laughs> so I just thought it was really cool that they were filming for the Mets right there. But, um, after that we eat, whatever I go with my, uh, my cousin and she's like, Oh, your are you- cousin. Yeah. Jeez. Our cousin. She's right. Okay. She's <laughs> like, Oh, are you going to mention me on the show? On the show? I was like, nah. she goes, well, that's messed up. <laughs> so, uh, there's your little mention, but, uh, <laughs> Not that she's going to listen to this. But, um, so SNL, we're waiting on the line to get in, whatever, and everyone's like, oh, where are you from? Where are you from? Where are you from? Really? People actually care? Yeah, because it's like, because no, there's really, like, you don't, unless you've gone before, there's really, you don't know what to expect. Did he name drop Mark and out? No. Oh, dude. And it sucks because I met Bobby, too. Bobby. Moynihan. And I feel like he's a pro wrestling fan, so he would be like, oh, yeah. I really don't
1: care. <laughs> but, that, that's exactly my reaction to hearing it.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, um, so they take us up into this, like, waiting area. And it's got all this, like, SNL, like, pictures and, like, history. Mm-hmm. It's cool. It's
1: it's cool when you walk through that hallway, right? With everything on the wall?
0: Yeah, but it's like, it's not, there's not a hallway that, like, because it's not, like, we don't see this stuff on television. So, mm. But then they actually they they get up and like right before you go into the actual studio, you're like we're waiting on a line, waiting to be seated, and to the left of us were elevators, and the cast of all that come off the elevators, and I, I turn to my cousin, and I'm like, is that is that Lori Beth Dinsberg? Because like it like it looked like her.
1: I'm surprised this isn't being saved for later in the show. No,
0: no. It looked like her, but it she was like shorter, in person I guess. From I I remember with age you shrink. But even so, like how old was I when I was watching all that?
1: I don't know. How old is she now? Fifty two.
0: I highly doubt that. Maybe maybe forties, but maybe late thirties. I don't know. But uh, and I um, then she she starts speaking and I hear her voice and I'm like it's Lori Beth Dinsberg and then my cousin's like look it's Kel and I was like what. And, like, then then we saw Josh also. We were literally the only two that were, like, we were marking out. And I think Josh is else...
1: one of my favorites. I, th- I feel like he's under uh, – he was always uh, underrated. I mean, he had ear boys. Ear I boy, yeah. mean, what
0: else did he do? I don't know. I don't remember. Not off the top of my head at least. But, um, yeah, so we were the only ones flipping out, and everyone's, like, looking at us, like, "What's like, what's going on, guys? <laughs> so then they walked – towards us and like we we said hello and that was like the coolest thing like to meet them
1: mm-hmm.
0: they take us into the studio and as you're turning into the studio they have like a few like outfits from the from like the past sketches and stuff so that that was kind of cool but uh yeah it was really cool and uh it, like the celebrities just sit amongst normal people there i the guess because we yeah, cuz I guess if you can't have celebrities sitting on the floor because then it's like if they pan to the crowd, why is why is yeah. Jennifer Lawrence and Aziz Ansari sitting in the crowd? Yeah. Why is Horatio Sanz
1: just randomly sitting in the crowd? Imagine if you were sitting next to one of them. That's would what, you, that's what would we you, were saying. Like, would you put your hand on Jennifer Lawrence's knee? <laughs> no. She you must. You, you, you <laughs> took your time to think about that. I think you would.
0: No, I, I don't. I mean, I wouldn't, but it's like a plausible
1: thing where it's like. Do you think she would put her hand on your knee? She would probably put her head on my shoulder. I'd Most like, likely. Oh,
0: yeah, I'd be like, oh, you're also. You're a Paul Anka fan? She'd be like, who? I'm like, oh, generation.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're probably the same age, though. The, but... <laughs> But, uh, yeah, and then afterwards, I got to I met Horatio Sands and a few other of the the newer cast members. Lauren Michaels literally walked like f- four feet, four feet from my four feet. Yeah, I don't know why I said feet four feet from my like being, which is like, it's the coolest thing because like, really in my life, like it's really comedy music and wrestling. Yeah. So it, it's like the equivalent is if uh, if I was standing there and somebody like Vince McMahon walked right by.
1: Yeah, I have that story. Of
0: what, Vinnie Mac walking by?
1: Yeah. When? Uh, Nassau yeah, so Coliseum. When? A while ago.
0: A long time ago. Yeah, but like how long ago? Like how, like, I've never heard He's this once. Before the podcast and stuff.
1: I've never heard this once. Yeah, he just walked by. Um, Where were you? You were just standing... Yeah, it was in the lobby of the Marriott. Uh, I was uh, I was once at the SNL studios too, well NBC or whatever. Yeah, Thirty I Rock. Once, yeah, Thirty Rock. I once had a tour, like a. Out- I mean, you East were there, you tour. were
0: you were there for uh, for the late night show too, but you were actually at <laughs> Studio 8H for what? SNL. The SNL. Oh studio. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, one of my uh, my uh, an ex girlfriend of mine, one of her friends aunt's worked there so she kind of gave us a tour of the entire building which was pretty sick like we got to go into the conference rooms where they discuss everything um and then they showed us like the snl but we didn't actually go into the building we they only brought us like to a a window that peered into it um, Wait, where yeah. was
0: the window that peered into it? Because was it was it inside of an office or something, or no? No, it wasn't inside of an office. It was at the
1: end of a hallway, I believe. Yep. It was at the end of a hallway. It was probably...
0: I don't know if there was a window leading into it.
1: Yeah, there was definitely a window that you could, like, peer through and you see, like, the setup. Were you above or below? <laughs> above.
0: Huh.
1: Yeah, so I, you were probably I right. think Jared actually when I was there, what's his face? Um uh either Jake Gyllenhaal or I think Jake Gyllenhaal was there recording. Because when I peered through I think he was do uh doing audi- uh not auditions, um rehearsals. Oh, that's cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and it's just it's like the craziest thing that it's like they the all the sets are like basically right there. Mm-hmm. And and within a commercial break, you got a whole crew of, of people just quickly interchanging their sets. So it's something I wish I could really do every weekend. But apply for I, a job. I don't you, wanna you, work. You can do it every weekend. I don't wanna work there. People look like they absolutely hated working there. I swear to God. Dude, everyone was yawning.
1: All the pages and everything. Well, maybe, I mean, you did smell some funky stuff, right? Afterwards. Uh, well, maybe maybe that's why you were yawning. No, that's not. You should definitely so. apply for creative there. Why yes, not?
0: because that's something that just happens, David. Hey, you don't <laughs> we're like, hi. Uh, I went to a show once. Can you, I write for you guys? They were like, yeah, it's just sure, be like, you, know, you come, may have, you may heard.
1: I've been on Cookie with Brandon one, two, three, four, and coming
0: soon. Yes, yeah, that was well. filmed this week. That's also part <laughs> of my week. So how'd that go? It went well, I think. Yeah, I, I as soon as I, I figured in my head, I always pictured being like. Like, oh, like when I said it on the show that it was filmed, I, I heard you saying, "Oh, why did you make?" And I'd be like, "Spoiler alert,
1: yeah." But do you care to
0: share what you? No, make? I don't because spoiler alert. <laughs> I'd like for it to be a surprise, even though <laughs> it's not going to be a real big surprise. But any special appearances? Uh you know, I can't really say. All right, so I can't it's really pretty much. Say if a former, right I can't really say if a former WWE superstar makes his appearance. I mean, okay. their appearance.
1: All right, so or maybe not. we have one or two extras on the uh, on the show.
0: Yeah, we Well, don't. on we don't. the cooking with Brandon spoiler show,
1: spoiler? We don't. Or spoiler? We do. I mean, no
0: spoiler alert. We don't, because I don't want people to build up false pretense and be like that guy. That dang guy lied to us about his cooking bitter. I don't know why I do that. I um, yeah,
1: I, was I don't know why that. you went all all Retin- down south. All yeah. down
0: south. Yeah. But speaking of down south, um, I got nothing else to.
1: Raw was taking took place down south. I did it? I don't know. I did it? I don't think it. What did it. do you want to kick off with? Uh, no comments and questions this week, so we're gonna just talk a little <laughs> bit. Let's, more. let's uh talk about some
0: Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw. No, you don't even do the Monday Night Nitro. Unbelievable. Alright,
1: so Monday night... It, or- no, no,
0: no, It's past that point. We uh, The show uh, opened up. The show opened up. show opened up and Corporate Kane was backstage on a conference call sort of, I guess you would say conference call. Or actually just a phone call in general. With uh, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon who weren't at the arena yet. And uh, Kane basically said that everything was under control and then... Off the phone, Kane made the main event for the evening, that being corporate Kane versus Seth Rollins in a lumberjack match. Uh, this, this whole segment thing went on for the whole night, and Triple H and Stephanie never made it to the arena. Um, up next, in the actual ring, Dean Ambrose came out, spoke about the whole authority not being there and how he's looking for a fight. Which led Randy Orton to come out, blah blah blah. New Day came out, and uh, basically spoke about that they did what nobody else could do. Last week, they made fun of all the groups that Randy Orton's been in, saying Evolution hasn't been able to do this, uh, Legacy, Legacy hasn't, etc., cetera,
1: etc. Cetera. And then they called him a groupie. Yeah. I thought that I thought that was pretty funny.
0: Yeah, and uh, then led into a match. Yeah, Kane appeared on the Titantron and was like, you know what? I'll give you a match right now. New Day versus Ambrose and Orton. So Kofi Kingston and Biggie Langston teamed up, took on, and defeated Dean Ambrose and Randy Orton. <clears throat> um, The match, good match. I just, I really hate that Randy Orton has these long matches. Yeah. It's um, just, but, it, like, in this case, it was, like, mixed emotions because... I'm I'm excited to watch New Day.
1: Yeah, I, I'm fine with uh, Randy Orton being used in this aspect. I did. I was kind of confused by Dean and uh, Randy Orton. They're blind tagging each other back and forth, and yeah, it kind was, of like a, yeah. trying to one up each other. I didn't know if they were trying to get at maybe there's a feud uh, brewing there. That's or... what it
0: seems like, especially because the ending was Kofi Kingston shoving yeah. Randy Orton into Dean Ambrose. Yeah, and then- so... Kofi quickly got the roll-up to win.
1: So I could see them, uh, they announced that they will be the pre-show kickoff uh, match for the upcoming pay-per-view. Which, that that's mind-blowing to me. I'm so happy to see Orton on the pre-show. That's so mind-blowing to me,
0: but I'm, like, ecstatic that it's not... Part of the
1: actual like real. Yeah, I think this is where Randy Orton should kick off the show, especially because it's a it is a good way to get the crowd involved and stuff. It's Randy Orton, why not? And Uh, even even with this match though, like I was getting really pissed off. Like
0: Orton's hitting this move, he's hitting this move. It's like he's clearly gonna win, and then just have Kofi Kingston actually pick up that victory. Yes, it was a quick roll up, but still. That's the kind of victories Kofi gets here and there. I'm good with it. Yeah, even more so is because I really thought, I was like, oh, there's no way New Day's going to win this. Like, Randy Orton's in this. Yeah. So I was really happy that. New Day's on this
1: big role, so, yeah. Um, you had Nikki Bella pick up a victory over Naomi. Right a off, right of off we the want bat. Sasha Chance. Yeah,
0: right off the bat, I was super shocked to actually see that they played the video. Uh, recapping Sasha Banks and Bayley from the Iron Man match from TakeOver. Yeah. And I think that kind of worked against them because all it led to was people
1: chanting that. Sasha, yeah. But they were... And I I like it's a good time to mention that we were in Chicago.
0: Yeah, well, we
1: weren't really in Chicago. We were in probably Rosemont, Illinois. We were watching it on... uh,
0: Yeah, but WWE was probably in Rosemont, Illinois, and for whatever reason... They call that Chicago. But mm. WWE, I think... Like, it could have gone two ways with that We Want Sasha stuff. And I think they were kind of happy that that happened. So yeah. They, so they could have Bree get on the announce table and chant We Want Sasha. But, I
1: thought that was smart.
0: But that literally was not doing anything. People were chanting for Sasha regardless. That's why.
1: com slash marking out. I thought that it was smart because... If the fans were chanting at it, maybe if the heel uh, goes with it a little bit, it will get a little bit louder. You might as well. Sasha's at ringside. Yes, but it takes away a little bit from the match. I did like how Sasha uh, just took out uh, Bree's leg during that segment. But that did not—like, it really
0: did nothing. The only thing it did was continue the crowd's chant. Yeah.
1: And it just... I think, I think it was more of a way to antagonize Sasha Banks. It really... I don't understand. I mean... Nobody cared. No, Literally nobody was caring about Nikki, Brie, or Naomi. No. And I feel like that's kind of a bad thing because it took the attention off of the match completely. No one cared what happened in the ring. They just cared about Sasha Banks. Yeah. But I kind of think that the uh, are... WWE does know about Sasha Banks and her connection with the crowd... I think that they are playing this. They're going to play up Sasha Banks a lot, and she's going to win that championship. And I think it's going to happen within four months. And we
0: have bold statements from David Ray from Marking Out. Back to you in the studio.
1: Thanks, Chief. <laughs> um, all right, next we had the John yeah. Cena US Open Challenge. I put out the challenge to the ra- uh, locker room. Yeah. Dolph Ziggler accepted it,
0: and uh, John Cena ended up picking up that victory, but I, it was another
1: damn good match. I'm not a fan. Really? I didn't like that Ziggler used an eye rake. I oh, don't think that well. being, being a face, uh, well, not a face, but being a, a I don't know, a face. not really. A, yeah, a face. I don't think uh eye rake really should have been used. Um, I really didn't like that they gave this away. I thought that, especially with Total Divas and everything, the build-up for this was really just Total Divas. Quite, and then,
0: quite frankly, I was going to assume that, based
1: off of the past two weeks, that we would just see Kofi Kingston. I, yeah, or Heath Slater. I mean, I think that this match should have been a pay-per-view match, Ziggler versus Cena for the U.S. Championship, and, I felt like instead of just having it like this.
0: The uh, the
1: top rope DDT that Ziggler hit, it was, it
0: was predictable because I was like, oh, he's about to hit a DDT. And then like a few seconds later, he hit the DDT. But I thought that looked awesome. And I really liked when Ziggler was up, get almost about to get attitude adjustmented. How do I say that, right? aa Yeah, when he's about to get AA'd by Cena and reverse that into a Famouser.
1: I thought that I thought, that looked a little bit weird. It it
0: looked weird because I feel like you'd have. It was to, a
1: cool cool aspect, but it didn't it didn't uh, work out the way that they imagined it. I feel like because you have it, the landing looked off, but yeah, he didn't thought, get his leg over enough.
0: Yeah, but I still think it was like that next level of creativeness.
1: So yeah. But, but it also brought it didn't pan out. So hopefully, we see yeah, that somewhat, used again. Yeah. And it will pan out. But,
0: but that I thought felt the, I, you didn't like the match at all, though.
1: No, I, I like the match, but I think that it should have been a pay per view match. So,
0: so it was a damn good match. You just wish it was a pay per view match. Yeah, it was a good match.
1: Okay, <laughs> it was a good match. Dudley boys picked up a victory over the Ascension. I, I don't get this. I have I, predictable the Dudleys are. Um, I, I
0: don't want to say this, but kind of getting stale and not really doing much for the tag team division.
1: Really, I yeah, think they're I doing don't a lot for the tag team division, especially I, with their interactions with New Day. I yeah, feel I like don't think you, so. but as I of like the you boys really help uh, with initiating New Day, and um, they
0: definitely do. But it's like they're not like beating the Ascension does nothing, beating Primetime Players does nothing, Los well, Matadores nothing. Well, look at who they beat. It nobody's. does nothing. Nobody's. Nobody's. So that's what I'm saying. This does
1: nothing really for it built, the tag team. Still, it still builds the. W. Ascension
0: is. obviously deserves better than this.
1: I don't think so. It, how not? I think that they are in the position that they should be in. I don't, I don't I, know. Especially and, with the amount of tag teams that we have currently. And I think Ascension, the where know. they're supposed to be, Los Manadores, mm-hmm. are where they're supposed to be, primetime players are the only ones that really took a hit. But I think – and I'm kind of surprised about that because they are pretty recent former champions. Um, and I feel like their stock really took a hit. But Dudley boys still have to build up themselves for the people that don't, don't know, know them.
0: I feel like they're just, just getting stale. It's the same stuff over and over again. Welcome to the world of pro wrestling yeah, at WWE. I know. But – and then with Cosmic Wasteland, it's just – it's like – it's just not on Monday Night Raw. It makes no
1: sense. It's SmackDown. That makes uh, no sense. Well, I, I and I do. The only thing I would say is that Stardust should be with Ascension yeah. during their matches, and vice versa. It shouldn't just be promos together. Right. But yeah. Up next, we saw Bad News Barrett and
0: King Seamus, Just kidding. Defeat Cesaro and Neville.
1: Uh, what did you think of this match? I thought it was a good match. The one thing I did that I mean I did like I appreciated that they tried to pull it off, but it definitely was dangerous. Uh, where Cesaro flipped Neville onto King Barrett. Oh yeah, Neville his ribs right his... into right into Barrett's knees. Why
0: did Barrett put his knees up?
1: I don't think he he didn't. I don't think he was uh, trying to. I don't know if he was supposed to or whatnot, but it definitely could have broken a rib of Neville.
0: I thought this match was kind of like random though. Like yeah, I, I don't at think, one I like at one so. point at one point it didn't like there was like this spot where Neville was outside of the ring in the corner, and the ref wasn't even like paying attention to the match. He was just talking to Neville, like probably giving him cues or something. But it was just you know, I didn't I, I, I was fine with the match. I, it just uh, some I don't know something seemed off. It was weird.
1: Like I don't know. I mean like, I thought like I'll speak about it a little bit later on. But I thought their SmackDown match was was great. I thought the Smackdown match was much better than the one on Raw.
0: All right. But uh, it's weird though because like people it's weird that the spot that Cesaro's in because he's people go crazy for him these days. And for whatever reason he's not being utilized.
1: Where are you going to put him?
0: I mean, I don't
1: know. Exactly. You There's can't single can just anything. have you can't have everybody in the same place at the same time. I mean, the only place I would put Cesaro right now is for the U.S. championship. Yeah, and then you can't even because there's no feuds for the U.S. championship. It's just weekly matches. Exactly. I think that there should be solid feuds, and Cesaro could be used there. But, I mean, of course, we would love to see. And But the same thing can be said with Neville. And in my opinion, I think the same thing could be said with Sheamus and King Baron. I liked the, both of them, so
0: I do like how uh, Bad News Barrett hit the bull hammer on Neville out from outside the ring when the referee was distracted by Sheamus. Mm. That kind of ended the match there, so that was was interesting. Um, up next, Roman Reigns spoke about his history with Bray Wyatt and how at Hell in a Cell it's going to end. Thank goodness the y- yeah right but like I feel like they've been saying this. Yeah, (laughs) The Wyatt family came out, and Bray Wyatt spoke about the pay-per-view, the match, etc. And uh,
1: Reigns basically said that Bray (laughs) is going to lose. Which, most likely, he will. Um, Next up, you had... uh, Oh, that
0: led into the match. Yeah, Roman Reigns picked up the victory against Braun Strowman via
1: count-out. I flipped a table over... Uh, completely over the selling of Strowman with that Superman punch. <laughs> well, it yeah, was first so of all, first awful. of all,
0: Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns hit Luke Harper with the Superman punch, and then turned around and did the same thing back to Braun Strowman, and like two seconds later, he jumps. He like he jumps over. I guess the- I guess he was too far from where he needed to be. It looked. Awful! It, it was like it looked like some like Shaw a, Michaels versus Hulk Hogan sound. No, it no, no! It, it yes, like, it did.
1: It looked like some something that you would see from a Chuck Norris or Stephen Seagal movie. It looked like it, it Shaw Michaels versus It looked
0: like HBK versus Hulk Hogan. It was awful. Where HBK completely oversold everything. Awful. It, yeah, that I don't. Yeah, but he got counted out, and then the Wyatt family surrounded Roman Reigns inside the ring they all slid in, Roman Reigns slid out,
1: being the coward that he is.
0: The one thing that I did like about this whole segment was, was afterwards when Bray Wyatt was taunting Reigns through the ropes, Reigns just like walked up to him and slapped him. But there. but nothing about this match, nothing about these
1: promos are making me believe that these two should be having a Hell in a Cell match. I agree um next up you had Ryback taking on Rusev picking up the victory um well I don't how what did you think about this match
0: yeah
1: you know right like I did not I was not a fan that this once again I feel like kind of similar with Ziggler Cena this is a one of the bigger matches I mean this they've been going back and forth for a while with a, a war of words and then it ends in a three-minute match. I kind of feel like it's all because of the thing that was leaked.
0: <laughs> all right, let's
1: speak about it.
0: Yeah, well, afterwards even, yeah, well, because they showed Rusev got engaged to Lana, which was weird that TMZ picked that up when it did because I've seen pictures of, like, of them being engaged like a month ago.
1: Yeah, which, Brand- which is how Brand- long they've Brand-
0: been. Yeah. No, like there's pictures. There's pictures of Lana. She's wearing a diamond. The yeah. diamond ring. Uh, I, I,
1: yeah, they, they had. I know what you're talking about. Like she quote. Someone took a few pictures of her, and she did have a ring. But I, I think that they covered it up well. It wasn't great for the storyline, but they covered it up well. Um,
0: you I her being engaged a month ago.
1: Yeah. I feel like that for this entire week from Raw and SmackDown, I think that they covered it up. So uh after
0: the match, Summer Ray yelled at Rusev and then ended up slapping him. Now
1: if this was the attitude era, she would get rocked at the sidekick. And well, she I she would not I really wanted to see it. She w wa- that would never have happened in the attitude era. Yeah, it would. No, it wouldn't. She was Why pissed
0: not? off at him. Yeah. Cause Deborah Deborah feel- never got sidekicked by anyone. Maybe she got a guitar hit once or twice,
1: but that's she wouldn't have. That wouldn't she's have happened. People that got hit.
0: Nah, I don't think it would have happened like that. I
1: I think. Well, I think that Rusev should have nailed her with a sidekick. or Rusev maybe... Rusev was cheating on her. So you think
0: he should have hit her? Yes, that's a great thing to say. He's a heel. No, that's not what would happen ever. He's a heel. If
1: she, if it's she, like, oh, she's, you, hold you, on, you she slaps cheating? him. She slaps him. I think that he should have like shoved her I, to the ground or something, actually, got over, No. got nuclear heat, and then left. That, no. You, okay. you, I, I, cheat, you had, I cheat
0: on you. you. You want me to hit
1: you? Next up, you had Kevin Owens in a non-title match, Intercontinental Championship, none on the line, taking on Kalisto, picked up the victory. Kalisto um, actually
0: got a lot of offense. Not a lot, but some offense here, which I was hoping for. And yeah, it was because I, I was I was ready to see a thirty second match and be disappointed, but instead we got like a four minute match out of the, them. Yeah, today. this
1: match lasted longer than Ryback versus
0: Rusev, and I was very happy with that because, like we said, and now WWE says it, Kalisto is the next big thing. Yeah, I mean they didn't actually say next big thing, but they had that whole article on Kalisto, which is awesome. They they showcase Samurai Samurai del Sol and Octagon
1: Junior. And Kalisto, so it's super cool. Yeah. Next up, you had the Bella Twins pick up a victory over NCB. No, against NCB. Charlotte and Becky. Oh. Yeah, um,
0: Paige was on commentary here. And uh, Charlotte lost the match after getting dropkicked.
1: Um, yeah, this match was... Rummy to me. Natalia, there was the sl- the Natalia tried pin reversal. What, what was it? The sloppy. the sloppy pin reversal that they did. Um, I thought that the Paige versus Natalia stuff is just really dumb. Yeah, Natalia tried to
0: cheer on Charlotte and Becky, and Paige's like, oh, "I'm sick and tired of this," and got up and pushed her. What about the which the which commentary? The- commentary tried to spin that as a direct uh, a distraction for Charlotte. That's what caused her to lose the match.
1: I don't no. think so. It was completely awkward. You had you had one of the Bella twins in the bottom, in the down in the corner, and right in front of the referee, Becky Lynch is punching her, and she's not the legal person. She's it's wild. Punching. It's absolutely wild. She's it's attacking the legal opponent in the ring with the referee watching, and the referee not doing or stopping anything. At one point, and then it, and then it goes into the awkward, awkward, awkward ending. Of one of the Bellet twins hitting a missile drop kick yeah, on Charlotte and picking up the victory.
0: Yeah, Brie hit a missile drop kick off the side rope on Charlotte. Was it Charlotte? Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, Charlotte like, took a drop kick
1: along. Um, she picked up the victory over a drop kick. Granted, that's if one we, of one of Brie's only, signature moves, but it's if not only like, that could happen with Zack Ryder every
0: night. Yeah, I mean, it's both. Both of them share a signature move in that in that drop kick,
1: but if only if only he could pick up a victory over that drop kick.
0: But uh, at one point, the referee literally I saw was telling Charlotte where to be.
1: She's yeah,
0: and and these people still come out of the woodworks and argue with us that Charlotte's
1: the but best. But even still, I wouldn't argue back with them for too long, Brandon. <laughs> I, I mean, don't, don't argue to maintain, too long. You have to maintain. I don't uh, argue too long. Neutrality and you still have to respect other opinions. But Even if you don't opinions, agree with them, but no, it's they just, are your followers. It's just are proof followers. that
0: opinions can be wrong. <laughs>
1: yes, our followers, and you don't want to lose any of them. Yeah, right. Our followers. They're everyone's
0: followers.
1: No. They don't belong everyone.
0: to us. They belong to everyone. No, no. They belong
1: to us. Once they follow, we own their soul. Yeah. Great song, by the way. Yes, definitely. Once, once you follow them, you're <laughs> song. Yeah, I, I, I remember playing that
0: for you one time. Yeah, in your basement on a cassette tape. <laughs> yes, big fan, big fan. But you guys never owned it. But whatever. Yeah. What we're, about that? Could have been on a mixtape. But uh, up next, we saw uh, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon finally finding out that it was Kane putting himself in the main event, and they were like, "That's unbelievable! You can't do that! You gotta can't can't have." Corporate Kane can't be in the main event. He goes, "I'll find a suitable replacement." And clearly, like who else? And it's funny because I tweeted out, "It's going to be Kane," and uh, people were like, "Oh, I didn't even think about that."
1: Really? That's yeah. Kind of obvious.
0: Yeah. So who else it was. Gonna be? Yeah. Right. Well, because Big Show was backstage talking to Seth Rollins, and kind of like <sighs> Seth Rollins was trying to be like, "Oh, you could help me, right?" And he goes, "No." And walks away or whatever, something like that. But uh, it turned out to be Demon Kane picking up that victory against Seth Rollins. Lumberjack match, though. Everyone yeah. was out at the ring. Why on earth would you have this match take place before the actual pay-per-view? I, why, pay-per-view? I mean, I feel like it's next week.
1: Yeah, I, I really, I, I think that the booking of this. I mean, just, I feel like
0: it's kind of something WWE always does, but Why?
1: Yeah, the Big big Show hit the knockout punch on Kane. And it had no uh, effect. Yeah, I was not a fan of that. And then the only thing that I really was a fan of this was when all the heels were attacking Kane. Uh, Biggie, they were all setting up for the Biggie splash. He went for that splash, and Kane sat up right before it. And Biggie's face, I, I was a fan of that part.
0: I mean, I yeah, it was cool. Uh, but ratings are as low as can be. Yeah. So, and and this is the answer they think is
1: That's like this? I don't get it. But Kane picked up the victory with the Tombstone Piledriver.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mo- moving on to SmackDown. SmackDown. Uh, Roman Reigns picked up the victory against Bo Dallas before the match. Bo Dallas cut a promo on Roman Reigns, uh, basically saying that Bray Wyatt was going to win at the Hell in a Cell pay per view, and. Yeah. Uh, just like I said during Raw, none of this. Like, how, yeah. how is beating Bo Dallas making me think? Oh, Roman Reigns should He's really ready. be able to take on Bray Wyatt in the Hell in a Cell match. Yeah. No, nothing. This is one in this of the
1: match. moments where you where you call up Mark Henry and, but then doing that, you know who's going to win anyways. Mark yeah. Henry is not anything. Nothing happens. Mark in- Henry is the equivalent to Bo Dallas at this rate.
0: It really is. It's, it wasn't. This wasn't a huge win for Roman Reigns. No. Nothing about Ro- Roman Reigns' promo afterwards and Bray Wyatt's promo afterwards made me think that, like, oh, these two
1: should be in a Hell in a Cell. Yeah. No one cares. Um, something I cared about was this next match, even though it happened on Raw. King Barrett, Sheamus picked up the victory over Neville and uh, Cesaro. I was a I was a big fan of this match. Almost, I liked almost the,
0: exclusively to SmackDown, you had Cosmic Wasteland sitting ringside. I had Cosmic Wasteland sitting in the crowd, I should I, say, not ringside. I was
1: a big fan of this match. I liked that spot where Cesaro was hitting numerous European uppercuts in to the everyone turnbuckle. No, the one in oh. the turnbuckle to Sheamus, where he was Irish ripping him back and forth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he rocked uh, uh, King Barrett with one, and then he rent He just stops what he's doing. With Sheamus gets out of the ring, yeah, and then spot. Barricade. I was a big fan of this match, actually.
0: Yeah, Sheamus tried to use the briefcase at the end, and uh, Cesaro got him in the swing, but the referee was distracted, and Bad News Barrett came into the ring, hit the bull hammer, and, uh, yeah. I that thought was the end. I, I just, I kind of, I felt like Bad News Barrett looked weaker at some points.
1: I thought King Barrett looked fine. Uh, at I some was, points... I was, I was, comp- I thought that... It was a really fine match, and I'm fans. I'm a fan of all four of these wrestlers. I really think that the four of them, at their own time, can be at the top of the game. Didn't you There's actually? No you, why not? When you met
0: Pac one time, you were like, "You can be on the top of WWE's game." I don't think I ever met
1: him. Yeah, I don't think you have either. But we saw him live though. Yeah, we did. Yeah, for uh, DG USA. Yeah. Uh, uh, next BX up, yeah. We saw... I thought
0: we were going to do it together. Yeah. Okay. We had, we had Kevin had Owens points.
1: defeat. Defe- defeating. Really? Well, where Ryder. did you go with that? <laughs> I was going uh, to say defending, but he wasn't defending. Oh. It was a title match. Yeah, so KO picked up the victory against Zach, Zach Ryder. Ryder. Jinx.
0: Um, I, I like that Kevin Owens' opponents actually get some decent offense in, in these matches.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was a big fan of that. Exactly. Uh, I mean, like the, the matches, they're typically quick, but they could. Yeah, but they was, could be.
0: Right. No, I'm saying they're typically yeah. quick, but they could be a lot faster, and I'm glad they're not. Yeah. So
1: I it's agree. always awesome
0: to see Ryder working the match. Yeah. Um, Ryback was sitting ringside during this, and then after, as soon as the three count hit, ran into the ring, and Kevin Owens
1: ran out. Now talking about running out. I ran out on the next match. Ziggler picked up the victory over Rusev. Uh especially guest start, referee was Summer Rae. Before you start with anything, I just want to say at some
0: points she was actually a better referee than some of the main roster refs.
1: At some points, she, yes, like
0: when they were both outside of the ring, she was she was doing. She started the count when she should have. She was checking on them and everything. Just. I'm, so she was just playing that card, like the the. I really, what I don't like, she is was that counting fast for Ziggler and counting super slow or not at all for Rusev. I
1: don't like that this was once again with my entire beef of Cena versus Ziggler on Raw. I don't understand why this feud, like, is being put to a halt on SmackDown. Instead of, I mean, you can't book Ziggler twice, but one of these matches could have been a pay-per-view payoff. Uh, I feel like Ziggler picking off a cheap, vict- cheapest victory over Rusev. Yeah, she slapped. Help of- she
0: slapped Rusev, and then Ziggler hit the zigzag, and then.
1: Yeah, I was not a fan of that. And, and then and first I feel patch- like
0: this this is something that should have happened on Raw because it's you want a live crowd to hear this.
1: Stuff. Yeah. Then you had a, the post match where uh, some with uh, Summer Rae and Ziggler, and Ziggler blowing off Summer Rae, yeah, being like she, he's not going to be. Like-
0: Yeah, she was like, "Oh, Rusev cheated on me. You know, Lana cheated on you. We obviously have chemistry." He's like, "Listen, honey, we have. I have chemistry with the." She wanted to pull a
1: Shania Twain deal. (laughs)
0: And uh, yeah, so Ziggler's like, "I'm not. I'm not gonna be used like that."
1: Yeah, he was not gonna be a pawn, but stupid. Um, Wyatt family picked up the victory over primetime players and nobody cares. Yeah, it's, it's really absurd. Like,
0: how are we expected to believe that Darren Young could be the one to get a victory over the
1: Wyatts? So you could believe Titus O'Neill could be? He's at least like, digger. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, I, I agree. I feel like it's just bad booking. And
0: Darren Young, Darren Young hit moves that he should not have been able to hit in this match.
1: Yeah, I agree, and I feel like the pay per view upcoming, a lot of these matches just don't fit. I mean, in the next match, you have anything else to say about that? No. Okay, in the next match, you had Charlotte um, in a t- non title defense against Alicia Fox. Charlotte picked up the victory, but why isn't Charlotte really being focused with uh, who's the champion, Nikki? Oh, Charlotte. Oh yeah, Charlotte. Um, who's challenging her though? We don't even know. I thought that she's it's already announced that she's facing one of the Bella twins.
0: Oh, well probably Nikki. She's facing Nikki for a rematch for the title.
1: Okay, okay. yeah. Then there, but there's no pay there's no storylines with Charlotte and Nikki really. Everything I mean, is re- it's basically it's team Bella versus Team. Yeah, but there's no individual
0: aspect where it's like, yeah. oh wow, Charlotte and Nikki, Nikki especially Charlotte. because after the match, the Bella twins attacked, uh, and I guess Team Bella in a whole attacked everyone, uh, Charlotte and, and Becky, and Paige and ran down Paige. to make the save. Um, Why Paige, like, what? What are they doing with Paige? Wasn't N- Natalya taking out up uh, backstage too? Yeah, that was afterwards. They showed. Um, They showed Natty laying on the floor when Paige was like, hey, girls, we're so cool again. And they were like, one step at a time. One step at a time. Thanks, Charlotte. Great acting on you. Makes me so believe in you.
1: Charlotte, the overselling of her punches really makes me want to break stuff. Like, she would get chopped and she would actually go into full extension. Like, her entire body, she would do, like, the Matrix effect. Like she with that lean back if you're getting fi- uh, gunfire yeah, at
0: yeah do the rock away
1: yeah she, well, I don't know what that is but she completely <sighs> does that whenever she gets chopped and it's awful
0: yeah like but they showed Natalia was knocked out backstage in her own dressing room yeah so. <laughs> like come dumb on. but this just like how mm. is Sasha Banks not involved in any of this
1: stupid it's, Ma-
0: like Sasha clearly should have been the one to take the title. If yep. it wasn't going to be Paige.
1: of Revolution is a failure. It started out good, but it is now a failure. Speaking Unless they of, inject it with some... I'm going to inject it with poison. Some NWO. So
0: Dean Ambrose and the Dudley Boys teamed up to take on New Day. New Day. And uh, picked up that victory uh, via disqualification. Because Xavier Woods ended up using the trombone at like the last, like it was gonna clearly be a three count, but one, two, trombone hit.
1: Yeah, I was a fan of his interference, though. Did you see him with the busted nose?
0: Yeah, I could not pinpoint when that I happened.
1: Couldn't I? I tried. There's two parts, two parts that I thought that it could happen. Either that clothesline that he took from uh, Dean Ambrose on the outside of the ring, or it could have been where. Bully Ray was hit rocking him with those, uh, punches. punches. That's what like, I was trying to look, but or, I was like, or it could have been when Dean Ambrose came across his face with that flying elbow <laughs> from the top. So there's three spots that could have broken, uh, was his nose. But I do like the aspect that we got to see this, um, angry side of Xavier, Woods, which, which we don't really get to see. And I was a big fan that he was able to, um, have this opportunity to, uh, bring that all out.
0: Yeah, and I like that SmackDown ended and New Day were the people <laughs> standing on top.
1: I thought you wanted to say What? Yeah.
0: No, I thought you wanted me to say New Day. No. But. Uh, but like I said before on Raw, I really, I just, I don't think, I
1: really, I don't, the Dudley boys aren't doing it for me. The Dudley boys are doing it for me. I'm fine with Dudley boys. I just think that the, everything surrounding the Dudley Boys. Like, everything else going on. It might be horrendous. that. It might be that. But, like, for
0: me, like, it was, it was really cool to see them at Madison Square Garden. I,
1: I think I, I'm completely, they're working up for a title run. I'm fine Which, with that.
0: Yeah. But, like, to me, it's just another old team that they're bringing from the 90s and
1: 2000s. and I think that this is different from that New Age Outlaws deal, though. I do, too, because the New yeah. Age
0: Outlaws were really hot
1: yeah no this was just for one the new age outlaws were really just for a one time deal Dudley boys are actually signed up for a long run I'm completely fine with their treatment I'm completely fine with the build I just think that all the writing of the storylines surrounding the Dudley boys not the tag team division but the diva division, the US championship the IC championship, I think that everything else is so bad that it's just reflecting poor on the entire product in general
0: and I, I kind of feel like they dropped the whole. Like they just, they still do save the tables, but I feel like they kind of dropped it.
1: I don't. Think if they if we don't, it. if
0: we don't get a tables match at Hell in the Cell, then they dropped it, and
1: there should have oh, been yeah, a no, table. yeah. the but tables now, match it, should have been announced. Like, now could this could week. it could it have been could it be a no DQ match with the use of the trombone? I mean, now you have two can matches. You use, to can you from.
0: use a trombone in an in a tables yeah. match?
1: The tables match is still. Fair game. It's
0: still no DQ, so Yeah.
1: I but I do agree. I think that if they were gonna do a table smash, they should have announced it this week on Raw. Um all right, so, we shouldn't have to wait until the week of the pay per view. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about some WWE NXT. Um this past week they had a battle royal take place for the number one contender at that WWE NXT championship.
0: You literally think there's only one winner for this match, right? Zack Ryder, that being Joe,
1: Samoa Joe. <laughs> did you not think I, that? No, I did not think that. I did not think that. Who, I think. Who that, did you think was going to win? I mean, I was fine with Cruz. I was completely. No, fine I'm. I'm definitely
0: fine with Apollo I, Cruz picking up that victory I, because, I know, because I, dude, I, they're they're going to put on a great match. They really
1: are. Yeah, I, I didn't think. I didn't really have an, uh, an idea as to who was, I wanted to win or anything. But my top three, I don't think that Baron Corbin should have outlasted Tyler. Absolutely Bruce. not.
0: Absolutely not.
1: I, 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 really wanted. I mean, you heard the crowd when Tyler Breeze was limited. Yeah, they were upset. Yeah, the Prince Pretty has been pretty over with this NXT crowd. I, I really want to see Tyler Breeze get his title run. Hopefully, when they call up either Finn Balor, yeah, hopefully when they call up Finn Balor, they'll have Apollo Cruz as champion. No, and they're not like, calling up Balor anytime soon, I don't well, think. Well, whenever, whenever they do whatever they do, I hope at some point, once uh, everybody kind of moves on, Tyler Breeze gets his chance at being champion. It just sucks because he should have been champion already. He should have been called up already. Either that
0: so or should have been if,
1: called up, yeah. On the other hand, if he was called up... He would
0: just he, be like, oh, look, where that's where Cesaro is. That's where Neville he is. Would,
1: he would be right next to Heath Slater right now.
0: No. Yes, no, he'd be right that, next to Zack Ryder.
1: Which is right he, next to Heath. No, it is not. On no, Raw. it is
0: not. Heath Slater get, doesn't wrestle on Raw. He, Zack Ryder he, at least wrestles sometimes.
1: I think that he would be right... I think that he would be next to Slater. No, he would definitely be next to Ryder. I don't think... It's nothing. It would be nothing. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. There would still be nothing. Um, yeah. Nia Jax made her debut. Uh, the big... Debut that everyone's been talking
0: about. She hit a, a, I guess you'd have to call it a modified rock bottom.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I don't know what you would actually call it though, like a rock bottom spine buster. Bookend. <laughs> I mean, the bookend was kind of also a rock bottom.
1: I mean, she picked I up. Guess, yeah, the you know, up kind of,
0: her. kind of was more of a bookend than a rock bottom.
1: Yeah, she picked up the victory over Evie, uh independent wrestler. From Was it from Australia? Uh, New Zealand. New Zealand.
0: New Zealand. By the way, did you know that um, Bushwhacker <laughs> Luke had Dean Ambrose booked in Puerto Rico for like a long time? No, I did not. Yeah, I was watching they had the, the dinner for three or table for three thing. Uh. And Dean Ambrose, the, I think Cesaro brought up like, oh, you are in Puerto Rico, right? And he goes, yeah, craziest thing. Bushwhacker Luke called me up and he goes... You want to come down to the island kid? And I was like, yeah, of course.
1: And then just had a run in Puerto Rico. That's cool. Yeah. Um, what, I'm I am very happy with Nia Jax in that being that WWE now has a uh a powerhouse of a, in the Divas Division, which they don't have. I need to Dana, see more. Dana Brooks I is not I need to see way it. more though. Yeah,
0: Dana Brooks. No, I've She's seen not I've be seen way more better stuff coming from Nia Jax in the one minute match, two minute match that we saw, than what we saw from Dana Brooks in the past three months, I mean, four months that we've seen her. The thing months, is, 16th.
1: someone, someone of the in the um, in that powerhouse ability in the Divas division doesn't really have to do much, right? It's just have to really no cell moves and look like a powerhouse. I, like, I think Nia Jax really did.
0: I like that. Somebody on commentary pointed it out, also saying the the whole thing with like, oh, when was the last time we saw? a woman come into this business and actually lock a bear hug that was effective or something like that on their opponent. Mm-hmm. So I like that. It just, that just seeing Nia Jax just makes me like, damn, I, I really wish karma panned out.
1: I know. I know. But who,
0: by the way, is now also a contender for
1: the TNA championship. Yeah. She has more points than uh crazy Steve. Yeah, she does. Yes uh so yeah so that's wwe nxt um let's take a break and we'll be right back here here on marking out what up it's the friday night delight fk john morrison you're listening to marking out
0: welcome back ladies and gentlemen to marking out pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans this is episode 245 in case you picked it up from mid-episode i don't think you did but uh, yes, yeah, some outside the ring news to kick it off. I think we should start with the biggest outside the ring news uh, as of right now. I I think so. That being announced earlier this week is that Sami Zayn, WWE NXT superstar Sami Zayn, will be appearing at Evolve forty nine and Evolve fifty this weekend in Queens and on Long Island. Yeah. Um,
1: um, Obviously, he's
0: not going to be wrestling. He may. No, you know, he's not going to be wrestling. How do you know? Uh, they announced that he's not going to be on the iPay-Per-View, so exactly. you're going to have to get there live in person to see him. Which in the doesn't,
1: ring. doesn't say he's not going to be wrestling in if he, uh, there's no in dude, televised.
0: Dude, if he wrestles, there's no point in that. That makes no sense. For I mean, the fans. Yeah, for the fans. For the fans.
1: But,
0: yeah, so they, they posted that, and then WWE posted an article... With the five top prospects or whatever of people you need to see from Evolve. Yeah, some
1: of them being uh, the current champion, Timothy Thatcher, uh, Tony Nese, Zach Sabre Jr. Um, but Johnny, Definitely
0: Johnny Gargano and then some guy that I've literally never heard of.
1: Yeah, the Hot other Sauce guy. Sauce
0: or something? The other guy I wasn't familiar with. His name was Hot Sauce, I think. I don't know. But this article, like, it was awesome at first, but then, like, when you actually think about it, well, first, what do you think about the article?
1: Well, I'm kind of curious about your thoughts more important than mine, because Because you don't like this at don't,
0: I don't understand it, though. No, I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm just, I'm not understanding it, because the article says that, it basically, it's basically saying that Evolve is a great place for people to go if they're not ready for NXT, what is Evolve? Yeah. Evolve is a company that runs a show. What? Once a week? Uh, once a month? No. Twice a month?
1: Yeah, twice or three times. So
0: it's how like are, how point. is that a, a like the? It's not a it's not a school.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: None of the five. I mean, I don't know who Hot Sauce is, but I don't think any of the four guys that we mentioned were ever trained by Evolve. We know where Tony Neese started. We know where Sabre Junior started.
1: The the is not a school. It's a promotion.
0: So so how is this like a... a, NXT is a
1: promotion, not a school. NXT is a school.
0: No, it isn't. Yes, it is. We've went through this
1: before. Performance Center is a school. That's
0: the the, the facility that NXT is in.
1: NXT is not a school.
0: Yes, it is. We've went through this. You can't debate facts. Okay, whatever. I'm not going to waste evolve. I'm not understanding them saying Evolve is a great stop before... If somebody's not quite ready for NXT we'll have them go to evolve that's not like yeah well, evolve is nothing evolve is a company
1: evolve is a, not, is a good way is a good is
0: a company that runs one or two shows a month and what's the problem with that what, what is how is somebody like oh they're not really that that trained or they're not really ready that for that nxt exposure how is running two shows a month how is working two shows a month doing that it's just Tony, a place Tony to put it's just a place to put people it's just a placeholder for people which makes no sense these guys that these guys that they mentioned outside of hot sauce i don't know who he is have been ready for years for wwe
1: yes but this is just being used as a placeholder it prevents we, them from going right, elsewhere it's giving them a
0: placeholder but it's giving exactly. it's yeah. giving all the credit to evolve when there's other like none of these guys are evolve guys
1: all right, but even still, at least it's giving some independent promotion some exposure. It's
0: yes, that's awesome, and it's also awesome that they showcase these guys. However, I mean, we what's have, it like, really gonna do? Are we ever gonna like? Uh, are we gonna see Tony Nice in NXT? Maybe we we better damn well see a Tony Nice in NXT.
1: Maybe we'll see Zack Saber Junior. in NXT. Who knows? It's like these like years
0: I, to come. We really should like. It's such a ridiculous article. I think.
1: Okay, well, I am completely fine with this uh, cross-promotional agreement that they have going on. And I am completely fine with the WWE using um, Evolve as a stepping stone to NXT. Where either, I don't know if they're going to be having people that are currently being trained in the Performance Center go to Evolve. Or if they're going to have just picking people from Evolve and bring them into the Performance Center. I don't know which way it's going to be working. I am completely fine with this because it gives exposure to the independents, which I think is a dying market.
0: No, I just think the article I
1: mean, is absurd once you break it down. I think that it is completely fine. I think that the article is fine. It's saying it these guys people. are
0: evolved guys we, that you need
1: to see. These, second, they're they're, they're not evolved you. guys. You said that earlier. you going but in the like, You're going in a I, circle. My turn. So I am, I am fine with that with that article, with exposing uh, exposing the WWE audience to five wrestlers of a promotion that they may not know of to five wrestlers that they may not know of. I am completely A-OK with it. You don't have to give credit to the, the all of their past in this one article. I, I do not think it is necessary. Not, have have know, I'm not saying you have to give credit. Promotions. You have a... You have a you have an agreement with this promotion. You don't have it with anybody listen, else.
0: And listen, listen, I'm not saying you have to give credit, but you you're also acting as if you created these guys. You're acting as if I don't oh think Tony so. that this article says Tony Nese is an evolved guy. He's nothing else but an evolved guy. That's is such it, an
1: does it say he's nothing else? That does it. Does, it's only it, focused it's so on Tony important. Nese, The Evolve guys you need to see. Why would he? Well. Are you missing the point with the agreement with it being with Evolve, not with NYWC or anybody else? No, I'm just saying. It's an agreement. I just think it's stupid.
0: I just think it's stupid that they're calling these guys who are clearly like Evolve is just
1: a company that they it's they're not a training school. No, but it is a company and it is a company that came into an agreement with WWE as a stepping stone to NXT or vice versa as I just said. Are there I, do they have I, WWE I legends that this, work for Evolve? I do not think that this article said anything wrong. Are there I, WWE I legends that
0: work for Evolve?
1: I don't know, but there's nothing in this article that ever said it's said nothing wrong in my opinion. To me it's like as if as if somebody if they brought
0: in somebody like Rob Van Dam for an Evolve show. They're like Five guys you need to see from Evolve. Rob Van Dam's a hot, hot prospect from from Evolve. Meanwhile, nice. RVD's got his ton, tons of career ECW, WWE. But no, Evolve is the company that built, that have, made RVD no, famous. No, but whatever, I'm not
1: going to spend another five that's, minutes. It's this. My, that's
0: my opinion. It's your opinion. That's, yes. that's why we have this show. I disagree. That's why we have our online listening experience. Yes. ProWrestlingTeas.com/slash/markingout. So
1: yeah, God forbid anybody buys a t shirt. Jeez. Um, all right, so let's talk about some other news. ESPN. Oh, I big thought you were going to go into the bigger news. I, that's pretty big news. Talking yeah. about going from one partnership to another partnership. WWE, ESPN have uh, uh, joined forces. I think we're going to butt heads here. Every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Sports Center. ESPN is going to be covering the highlights of the weekend WWE or it's just going to be covering Monday Night Raw. Not too sure, but get off our turf. What? Tell me your thoughts on this. I'm fine with it. I think that it's... You don't think it's kind of hokey? WWE in pro wrestling is hokey, dude. Right, so
0: I'm saying pro for, is a sideshow. Right, so I'm saying for a company like ESPN, they're supposed to be this prestigious sports company. Well, let's talk about pro wrestling. I'm
1: I'm completely fine with it. I think that it is beneficial for WWE. It's definitely beneficial towards to ESPN. Them. I don't really see the benefit of ESPN doing it. Maybe just because they're pro wrestling fans and everything like that. And they do, have, they do feature a lot of WWE superstars on their programming, whether it's that document, that 30 by 30 or whatever they did, or they have a few wrestlers appearing on Sports Nation. So can we say that
0: WWE is officially working with Disney? Yeah, you can. Can we see John Cena play a John Cena action figure in Toy Story 4, please? Maybe I've been waiting for that. Like seriously, in Toy Story three, I think with Mattel's partnership with WWE, I really think they should have been in. At least John Cena should have been in Toy Story. Yeah,
1: but I'm I'm completely fine with Toy this Story covering 3. of the highlights. I'm a big fan of the exposure that it's going to get. I don't know if it's going to really work the way that they want it to work. I don't, I don't think know. It's going I to can't. Get- I, I don't what, think I it's going to get it. new fans.
0: I can't see that at all because who's tuning it to SportsCenter? Do you watch SportsCenter? Yeah. What do you watch on Center? You watch it every just, single day?
1: No, whenever I get a chance to, but it, just to so what catch is, up well, what whatever. Is,
0: and what does SportsCenter actually show? They show like highlights from a game or something?
1: Yeah. You've never watched SportsCenter before, dude?
0: I don't know. I don't think so. You definitely have. It gives us – I know. Sport. I, I, know I a,
1: watch it. It's a rundown. It's pretty much the news of sports. It runs down the highlights of every single game. It runs down like interviews and stuff like that. Um, it's
0: is that is that the show they have like it shows like on the side screen topics have yeah. to talk about yeah that's yeah, so I've seen it a couple of times but I don't like it's not who to me that's like who cares
1: I I think that it's a cool deal I'm excited I really hope that this plays out in the in favor for WWE. Hopefully this is. I don't think it's going to really give them that ratings boost that they're looking for, and I think that they may be hoping to get out of this. They may be thinking that they're going to get a ratings boost, which they desperately need. It's and like it's oh, happening. It's
0: like Sports Center. We're going to talk about the Mets versus the Cubs, and then we're going to talk about Kane tombstoning Seth Rollins. Yeah. What? Like, how's that? Like, to me, that I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'd so, love to know what he thinks so, about that. Call <laughs> up. I'm about to be like, hey, Mike Francesa, what do you think about uh, WWE being covered by Spo ah, Man, I don't know.
1: Call him up. Uh WWE ratings down. Uh 3% from last week. Which have been down from previous yeah, weeks. Yeah, so on the decline. TNA way down, 28% decrease in viewership. So kudos to pro wrestling. You really know exactly what to put on your television shows to keep us watching.
0: I wonder if the SmackDown ratings are down. And if they are, is it because they aren't airing Rosa Mendez segments?
1: Uh, They did air a segment on YouTube. uh, Backstage fallout of Rosa Mendez was on SmackDown. It's as if she's being like an interviewer or something,
0: but like, Todd Phillips comes up to her and like, oh, you've been doing such a great job tonight. Meanwhile, she, she, like, where was she? She was literally yeah. just this segment.
1: It she, was very... She's like, weird. oh, my
0: God, I'm getting married. And oh what's God, more, what's more romantic than I having bad. a baby on Valentine's Day? It's
1: like... It's basically yeah. just a
0: plug for Total Divas. I assume we're going to see her get proposed to on Total Divas, maybe. Maybe.
1: Yeah, I thought that she said that she in the promo. She said, he oh, you me on top that. of the Eiffel Tower and this? And Beverly Hills it on Girl? top of the Eiffel uh, Tower? what is it? Beverly,
0: what is it? Valley Girl. Beverly Hills 90210. No, oh, no, no, Valley Girl. Can you actually go to the top of the Eiffel Tower? Yeah. You know what I watched this week, speaking of Eiffel? <laughs> I don't,
1: I watched, with that segue, I do not want to know.
0: I watched a- I don't talk about that on the show. It's I. It's not bad. I watched a uh, a live version of Blue Dava D from Eiffel 65. They were at like some festival in Italy or something, and they why? were doing it. I don't, for whatever reason that, I don't know why, um, oh, I, I don't know. I was watching a video on, on YouTube, and they were talking about Eiffel 65, and then I was like, Oh. Where are these guys at now? And I looked it up and watched the live performance. And I was like, damn, like, I, would, I wouldn't mind hearing You're this so live. Smart. Dude, you know that's a cool song. Yeah. We used to listen to it every single day in fifth grade at the end of the day. We would literally end school and just go turn on the radio while we were still waiting for like the Can final bell to ring. What?
1: Did you paint yourself blue at the time? No, why would I do that? I don't know That's yeah, something well, I
0: did. My friends and I all painted on. Wouldn't it be the clothes. first time that
1: you painted yourself blue for something? Yeah, no, it wouldn't. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, WWE looking for those ratings, trying to search for that Hispanic wrestler to draw ratings. Uh, Carlito, I guess, is out of the equation now, and they're looking at bringing back El Patron. Yeah, Albert- Alberto, Alberto Del... Now the only problem is, will they... they
0: bring back Ricardo?
1: Of course, that's what everyone's wondering. But I mean, I, do I mean, think I would, that's... I would assume they'd I have think. to. But overall, if you do bring him back, you have to, you can't book him like how you were booking him when he left. Like there was a time where he was champion, and we ranted so many times about how awful it was. The matches weren't bad, though. The, it was just the matches. It was just very boring. The matches were boring. Uh, yeah, they weren't bad though. Like if, if, you, those, if the, you, if you, if you matches that he put on that weren't bad were with CM Punk.
0: I think there were other people that he put good matches on with too. I and mean, if you go back, like outside of if we go back to 2011, and and like actually, every every time that he would he
1: would come out, we'd be like, oh, yeah. damn,
0: right. But if we take like all the storyline and stuff out of it. And went back to watch like Christian versus Del Rio or something. It's a good match. Yeah.
1: So. Um Alright. So WWE is also looking at some Lucha Undergrad tally. They yeah. Signed Ricochet and put him in a long feud with uh Finn Balor. But there is a little catch. He signed a seven-year deal, allegedly uh, a, signed. A, yeah, I can't allegedly. say that for
0: sure. Faux show sure,
1: on the seven show. Seven years with Lucha Underground. So, how do you get out of that? One? How do you sign a seven-year deal with Lucha
0: Underground when they're not even in their second season yet?
1: He probably didn't. He probably didn't expect WWE to pick him up. But I mean, hopefully, he does make his transition over to WWE territory. I would love to see him in WWE. Yeah, I mean,
0: honestly, uh, on the independence today, probably in the top five of, like, the best of the best.
1: I mean, last year, I think last year, he had pretty much – he was up for wrestler of the year. I Yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. He had an incredible year from Lucha Underground to New Japan Pro Wrestling to all over. I mean – the guy is on a tear right now, and WWE really should try to do whatever they can in the legal department to get him. Um, talking about legal department, well, we could go two ways with this. Yeah, we're going this way
0: because we're talking about Mestez's. We're talking about Lucha. Well, we weren't talking about Mestez's, oh, but about now Luchas. we are talking about Lucha's, though. Okay. Yeah, so um appeared on a CMLL event, even though he was still under contract with AAA. Yeah, unannounced too. Yeah, and uh, AAA put out the notice that he's not going to be fulfilling his obligations with AAA and that they retain the rights to the name Mestezes. Yeah. So we might be seeing the return of Mystico being portrayed by the original Mystico.
1: Yeah, The so, current
0: Or the original Sin Cara.
1: I don't understand how people can like... Uh, company jump, and think that there would be no uh, repercussions to this. <laughs> I guess in Mexico, it really doesn't matter. Like, I mean, it's like he didn't put enough thought into the retaining of the name even.
0: Honestly, like, I, well, because when he went down to Mexico, he was going to be using Sin Cara. Yeah. He fought WWE on that. And it's like they, I mean, I don't know what Mexican law is, but they really, they play like, American songs as theme songs and stuff. Yeah. So, like, they're clearly not paying for it, I assume.
1: Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Um, Yeah, so the other legal department stuff, Davey Boy Smith Jr., he made a huge announcement today saying that he will be, he has ownership of the name British Bulldog. So now he will be using the name British Bulldog Davy Boy Smith Jr. That's awesome. Um, I'm a big fan of that. I mean, nostalgic reasons, but also it's nice to see him being able to actually use his father's name now. Um, what are your thoughts? I, I mean, Davy Boy Smith Jr. was already
0: Davy Boy Smith. Like, it's still
1: <laughs> like, I mean, what am, I don't know. Like, it's the same exact thing. Yeah, it's the same exact thing, but I'm down with it. Something else that I'm <laughs> down with, Jerry Lawler is taking on Terry Funk in a no DQ match for USA Championship Wrestling in Jackson, Tennessee. Uh, that's right. Jerry Lawler taking on Terry Funk in a no DQ match. It's at a Lance Russell tribute show. And uh,
0: I think that, I mean, it's it's bizarre that, this match yeah. is
1: happening but it's very weird but it takes place on october 24th so if you are in jackson tennessee check out omenwrestling.com and you can see terry funk first jerry waller yeah you can get a 15 dollar general admission
0: ticket i would like i would see that's something i like because i don't know all right for 15 dollars i would go like, i would definitely like to see that yeah, for, for 15 dollars Co- i would booked. definitely do that coco's booked yeah coco's booked coco's booked, coco's booked.
1: Uh, what else? So John Cena planning cool. on taking away, uh, taking a break from WWE for a bit. So I say. he's still champion. <laughs> yeah, so. until he
0: drops it to Dolph. And then yeah, John exactly. Cena I'm goes over, to... marries Nikki finally, and it's on yeah, Total yeah. Divas and Nick's, Nick's heartbroken.
1: Yeah, so. All right, so let's talk about some results from this past week. Yeah. You had on the 10th, CZW Tangled Web 8. Yeah, CCW Tag Team Champions Team Tremendous successfully defeat the Beaver Boys.
0: Yep, Joey Janela picked up the victory against Tim Donst to become the new CCW Wired Champion.
1: Yeah, so congratulations to Joey Janela. He was also ranked number one on the indie Power Rankings, so congratulations. Big week for him.
0: Yeah, JT Dunn also picked up a victory here against
1: David Starr. That former tag team colliding. You also had CZW World Heavyweight Champion Matt Trumont pick up a victory over Black G's.
0: And uh, they had a tangled web match. The Nation of Intoxication picked up the victory against Ohio is for killers
1: Yeah, so uh, for more information and future events, go check out CZWrestling.com. On October 11th, you had South Jersey Fest in Woodbury Heights, New Jersey. A bunch of pro wrestling promotions coming together for this special event put on by Matt Tremont. Um, Some of the matches, you had at NYWC Showcase. Uh, The champion, Stockade, teamed up with Joe Gacy to defeat Flawless and Lawless. You had an Ace Showcase match. You
0: had TJ Marconi take on Astro Morales.
1: Yeah, the champion, TJ Marconi. Um, you also had the uh on point wrestling uh champion Joey Janella pick up a victory over Jeff Cannonball in a no DQ match, anything goes. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much every uh promotion was represented by their champion, and all the champions picked up the victories. I uh, i know you had um CTW there, Wow, and a few other promotions, uh, uh Valkyrie but for more information if you would like to they, I know they're going to be putting on a future event potentially next year but if you want to pick up the v- DVD go visit dot tremontcom yeah uh, upcoming events we have next
0: Wednesday we mentioned it before one of the beaver boys John Silver doing stand up comedy at Governor's Comedy Club in Levittown New York that's Long Island um if you call up to make reservations, you got to call five one six seven three one three three five eight. Call up, say you're going to see uh, John Silver, the new talent showcase, John Silver, and uh, yeah,
1: yeah, that should I'm, be that will be very funny, I've John Silver. My, I've got my reservation,
0: and I I heard it was really good on uh, Wednesday, yesterday, two days ago.
1: There. I mean, if you're if you follow him on Instagram or Vine or whatever. You see all the stuff that he puts out, and he is very funny. Yeah, Dan Barry will also be there. So, and yeah, I've, so. Seen, I've seen him before. One half of uh, Team Tremendous. I,
0: I hope he does my the, one of the jokes that I really liked. He did the last time, but <laughs> um, can't say on that
1: on the show. <laughs> <laughs> on the twenty first, you're also going to be having CZW Dojo Wars fifty in Blackwood, New Jersey. Uh, announced at the current time, you're going to have champion versus champion as the CCW champion, Matt Tremont, takes on the wire champion, Joey Janella. So, CZWrestling.com. Check it out. Yeah, some upcoming events. You got Pro Wrestling Syndicate on
0: October the 24th. That's Rahway, New Jersey. You're going to have RVD taking on John Hennigan, a.k.a. or FKA John Morrison. FKA or currently also known as John Johnny Mundo. You're gonna be having PJ Black take on Amazing Red. You got the number one contenders match for the PWS Championship, Habib from the car wash vs. Matt Macintosh. The winner will be going on to face the champion Dan Moff that
1: night. You're also gonna be having the TV champion Chris Payne take on Bone Saw. Yeah. What else do we have? Um, Suicide Six-Way match Starman, Champion, taking on TDS Zima, Ion, Beefcake, Charlie Nikos Rigos and Mike Dell Yeah, so ProWrestlingSyndicate.com Yeah, they also, they're going to have
0: a match the day after that at the Columbian Club in Union, New Jersey You're going to be seeing Rob Van Dam taking on Chris Payne, Bonesaw, and Brian Myers
1: yeah, And uh, Johnny Mundo will be there as well
0: Yeah, Raven's going to be there, a bunch of other matches, go check that out uh, Rahway Union, New Jersey both places back to back shows uh, yeah. also taking place on October the 24th we have NYWC House of
1: Madness taking yeah. place that's going to be an awesome event uh, you're going to be having the Big O in action you'll have Aiden Bale and Justin Ventura take on TJ Marconi and Brayden Knight yeah, well, alongside uh, Brooke Danielle Willow Nightingale is going to be taking on current TNA
0: knockout. Uh, Marty Bell, guest referee, is going to be Sammy Pickles for that
1: match. Yeah, That should be a really good one. You're also going to be having the premier athlete, Anthony Neese, take on Tyler J. Rowe Murphy. Uh, For the first time ever, you're going to be seeing King
0: Mega taking on the Greek god, Papa Don.
1: I feel like that's so hard to believe that that's the first time ever.
0: Yeah. yeah. I
1: mean, these are two veterans of NYWC, and I... I feel like I've, we've seen that. I
0: guess we haven't.
1: I know. like, But regardless, that's one. Two. That's it's two. two. ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out. Buy a shirt, please. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Fusion champion, Chainsaw Joe Gacy, is going to be taking on the returning Matt Justice. Uh, definitely happy to see the return of Matt Justice, though. He was always a fan. So what will he be enough to take on Joe Gacy? Yeah. Uh, And then for the NYWC
0: Tag Team Championships, as well as the Five Borough Wrestling Tag Team Championships, we're going to be seeing a Tables, Ladders, and Chairs match where the losing team splits up for one year. The current Tag Team Champions for both promotions, Milk Chocolate, will be taking on Flawless and Lawless.
1: Yeah, the former champions.
0: i got to think that Milk Chocolate might be splitting up.
1: Oh, uh, really? I kind of I – I I, don't I don't have to be putting my money on Milk Chocolate considering that they just won both titles uh, within the past month. I think Milk Chocolate will retain. Yeah, I Wallace know. Wallace and Wallace will separate. I don't know. I, just, I mean, you have you have uh, Rex Lawless. Portraying his Poseidon gimmick in CZW right now, Blake Moore is making his name across the East Coast, and I I think that I just can't see milk chocolate separating.
0: I mean, I don't want to. It's a, just just it's, to me, it's up in the air. It's like a toss up. You never know.
1: You hey, never know when, what you're gonna get. Hey, at House of Madness, anything can happen. So how did who that knows? sound so scripted or what? Hell, oh, it and, and
0: it's funny because it's not even literally not even written in. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but yo, check out mywcwrestling.com, October 24th, House of Madness. Have fun. Also, on the 24th, you're going to be having On Point Wrestling in Williamstown, New Jersey. You'll be having the first round of the Masters of the Mat Tournament featuring Brute Van like Azriel, and more. Yeah, and the
0: OPW Heavyweight Championship will be on the line. Champion Joey Janela will be taking on Oz Tyler. Yeah. So definitely go check out those events. Uh, Indie wrestling is alive and well. I know you said earlier dying, or you feel like it's dying. (laughs) Dave, shameless plugs. Shameless plugs.
1: Thank you very much to the following people for promoting us in the week of professional wrestling. Um, Go check out Eric at Montreal Broski. Bmontb at NYWC underscore sign guy, Jasmine at reverse nmsage, John at Mr. John Faust. and Skyler, uh, go follow Skyler at the Skyler Marks. That is right. Go follow all of these people because they are well worth your follow. Um, yeah, that's all of the shameless plugs that I have this week. Brandon, do you have any shout outs? Brandon's shout outs gonna make you pregnant. First up, um,
0: absolutely has to go to Saturday Night Live. Uh, I mentioned everything earlier, but it was literally, it was one of the coolest experiences in my life. And it's funny... What Okay, no, keep it going, I thought you were done. No, I was gonna say it's funny because like the only two times that I've ever slept in New York City was after WrestleMania twenty and after SNL. And it's like two things in in my moment like that I can go back to and be like, damn, like I remember exactly what I did, where I went, what I did the next day, what I did earlier that day.
1: Really? Yeah. And it's really awesome. What do you have a highlight from that day? Like what was the best thing? Was it seeing what Honestly, it was someone... probably it was probably
0: seeing I it, I mean it it was probably meeting the cast of all that. Cuz I was just like such it sucks that you couldn't get pictures up there cuz they weren't they didn't allow you to take your your cameras or phones out up there. But like because I mean SNL is awesome and everything, but As a kid, we grew up on all that. Like, all that was our SNL when we were kids. I mean, there was also uh,
1: Roundhouse. What? There was also Roundhouse. I have no idea what that is. Are you serious? You never... Roundhouse was all that before all that. What is it? It was a sketch comedy show filmed in front of a live audience. Yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, Roundhouse. It was one of the original Nickelodeon shows for SNCC.
0: That's so weird. I've not yeah, I've never heard of that. So cuz you're old as, as anything. So nah. um, But uh yeah, so that was awesome, but up next is going to be cool Scooby-Doo. It's a uh it's a new series on Cartoon Network. And I saw that it was going to be debuting last week, so I was like, yeah, I'll check it out, whatever. Cuz I I've never seen a new Scooby-Doo before, like a new series. Okay. So this is a brand new series. I decided to check it out, and it's it's pretty good. If you were like, if you're a child, I guess. Hmm. Um. It's it's definitely 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 geared towards kids, but that's how it should be. I yeah, see. Like I, I saw I saw a lot of people complaining like, "Oh, this is so stupid, blah blah." But it's like you're a forty year old person. <laughs> Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not really supposed towards, to be geared to you. Yeah, it's geared towards kids. Like and like it's funny because like they made Daphne kinda like so stupid. Mm. But like it's it's like it just if you watch that first episode, it's just like heartwarming. I
1: oh, don't know. I miss the old school the old uh cartoons that we used to watch. Like I, I miss like well, should I say we like I miss Looney Tunes and like stuff like that. Tom and Jerry I feel like a lot of the children these days they don't know stuff like that. They don't know that sort of humor and comedy because now everything's so you have to be politically correct or you get like you get bombarded with what? I don't know, Adventure Time or something. I don't know. That's not for kids. It's not. I don't think so. I don't know. But you you get like I don't I feel like you don't get shows like they used to. I mean Looney Tunes is
0: still on for the most part. So is Tom and Jerry, but Looney Tunes but, like I think there's a new incarnation of Looney Tunes. Really? <clears throat> I believe so. Just like Mickey Mouse there's a new incarnations of him. Mhm. Which there's like one of the shows on Mickey Mouse. It's not the it's not like the 3D animated one. It's like the actual drawn cartoon looking. Yeah. They look like meth heads. Goofy looks like a meth addict. Oh,
1: great. Yeah, I mean yeah, that too. I used to love watching those meth addicts. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was always fun to just. Where, sit where did the you watch, at night where, and watch? Where did you watch
0: yours? I went to Penn Station every night watching <laughs> that local meth addicts.
1: Yeah, crazy stuff what they do.
0: <laughs> but uh, last shout out goes to El Generico. Uh, all the Sami Zayn talk on the independent scenes, getting me uh, hyped up. Uh, it, I mean, El Generico was awesome. Uh, I hope Sami Zayn's returning soon to WWE. I'm
1: I'm pumped. Yeah, that's going to be an exciting time. Will he be with NXT or go straight to WWE though? Like the main stage. What would you, you see, do? You know what would you do? He's already established in NXT. Because, so are you going to have one match in NXT. No, no, no. Listen,
0: because Ooh. he's already established and everything, and because he's been gone for so long without a single like, yeah, he gets mentioned here and there on NXT, but without that mainstream like weekly, here's Sami Zayn, here's Sami Zayn, it's they have a huge opportunity here to to debut somebody on the main roster out of nowhere, and have a huge impact.
1: So you're saying, forget the NXT, just bring him right to the Raw. Yeah. I agree with you, I think that bring them right to raw
0: because it's a, it's a huge opportunity. like when was the last time you had something like that it's It's so sparse these days,
1: yeah, but, uh, I agree
0: now it's time to move on to
1: oh. This week, the mark out moment of the week, it goes to, for myself, um, Ugh. Aladdin, um, the original cast met up and sang A Whole New World on TV, and they had the original, uh, cast members, Leia, uh, Salanga, and Brad King. The, the singers. Yeah, the singers sing A Whole New World, and it was pretty awesome. The one thing that really was missing was Robin Williams in that background, and, um uh what's his face oh why am i drawing a blank who's the Affleck duck gilbert godfrey yeah him too i feel like those two should have like i just like to picture them in the background of the with the original crew but well, did you do that
0: well i mean the the other i mean the actors weren't there oh those weren't the actors no they were singing voices oh because the other people in the back didn't
1: sing anything Unless they None of them were the – yeah,
0: no. I don't know who the other people were. They might have been like animators or something, but – Well, um, I mean Alan Mankin oh, oh. was on – was it Alan Menken? No. Well, who was – yeah, Alan Mankin was on piano there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that was cool, okay. but – I
1: didn't know that they just brought in the, uh, the singing. Yeah, cast. dude, the, the guy that played Aladdin was Steve
0: from Full House. That's right. And they right. played
1: Aladdin on Full House, also. Okay, yeah. I mean, I didn't. Mean, all right, I didn't know if they brought. That's true. That's true. So I guess they only brought in the uh, the singing crew for that one. All right, so then I'm good with it. Yeah, I'm good with it being the mark out moment of the week. Yeah, so
0: that's our show this week, folks. Uh, you can listen to us on Markinout.com. You could also subscribe to us iTunes. Stitcher Radio allows you to stream our show. Does it? I guess, right? I don't know. Let's I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what Stitcher Radio <laughs> does. But uh, yeah, check it out. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Out. Facebook.com slash out. You could give us an old like ski or rooney on there. You can follow us on Twitter at out At rave underscore M O at BTTG161. And hey, we, we wish, wish you the. Tea. future endeavor